Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. Whether you're just looking to stay warm during a hunt or need maximum concealment, the clothing you wear can make or break a hunt. At MidwayUSA.com, we understand hunting clothing has come a long way with more meticulously crafted camo patterns, advanced scent control technologies, and weatherproof options to withstand the elements. Hunters have to wait until their favorite season, but shouldn't wait on gear, which is why Midway USA offers super fast shipping. When you're ready for your next system, log on to MidwayUSA.com. What's crackalackin' everybody? It's your host, Will, coming back for the third and final installment of this archery hunting pre-season series with Corbin Williams of Corbin's Archery down in Texas. We may have ruffled some feathers, Tinkerbell arrows, Lincoln logs, whatever you want to call them. We talked about doing the things that are necessary to getting prepped for deer hunting season, specifically bow hunting season, because it's right around the corner. It's August, y'all. And so we just want to make sure that we're bringing the right information, the best information to y'all to help y'all be better prepared for what those deer are inevitably going to throw at you and what Mother Nature will throw at you because you never know what will happen out in the woods. And so nonetheless, I'm a quit rambling and we're going to get to this third part of this series it's Corbin Williams we hope you enjoy and so for part three and th- this was um this was actually your topic that you had brought yep. about was uh <laughs> gaining experience reps in the red zone right yes sir um so many so many of us think that we can go shoot targets we can go shoot tack mm-hmm. we can go do those things and think that we will be ready for a live animal yeah and you know that let this that hunt last year i've hunted quite a bit i've killed a lot of animals but last year it made me really think i need to hunt more <laughs> i told my wife i said get ready i'm gonna hunt more I, i've got to get better yeah. i've got to be the guy that is so confident no matter what i'm hunting that i'm gonna kill it and so you know going to the tax going to the 3d shoots to hike the hunts all that stuff is very beneficial i think that you need to do those things yeah it's not just a quote-unquote influencer thing to go do it's a thing that makes you better but schedule a daggum hunt go on an all that hunt um and i will i mean one of my good buddies they do their all that hunts um at top of texas um love that hunt and i would say that the scenario there prepares you for any but the same thing that a pig hunt you can go on a pig hunt in texas for like 250 dollars and yeah cheap go schedule a pig hunt take all your buddies split it up Go see how many pigs you can kill. And mm-hmm. if they're hunting over feeders, you're still shooting at a live animal in a, a, a scenario that prepares you or say like, hey, sir, can we do a little spot and stalk together? And he'll probably be like, yeah, let's see if we can spot and stalk. Schedule those off-season hunts to prepare you shooting off a cliff. Like those odd dad hunts, you're shooting off a cliff. Yeah. Um, and it's experience of a lifetime. You're going to be prepared because when an, when an all dad sees you um, and in that free range stuff, it's not running feeders. What they're going to do is they're going to bolt out and then you're going to get a range call to you. And then you got to 
you know, let's say it's a 30 degree angle down the hill. You've got to pull that shot off. And so you go kill that in the springtime or late summer or early fall before your next hunt that builds your confidence in making the kill. Um, so I just want to tell everybody like, Hey, book the hunt. Well, I, oh, it's money. Well, let's see what other vices we have that we spend that same amount of money on. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see if we can get some buddies to split it with us. Go book that hunt. And, and, I, and I'm going to, I know Texas more than a lot of States. And I know um, like we're, t- I'm taking my guys and my, from our shop and we're all going on a pig hunt. And I think for the entire weekend with food and lodging, um, you take your own food, but it's going to be $1,500 for the hunt and they can each shoot three pigs. And that's, Dang. that's total. That's not bad. No, no. And so you can make it work. And if you, if you were, I have to pay for all of that, but like, if you <laughs> you're taking care bucks, of your employees, man, that's right. That's right. Um, because they, they're not going to build you a bow if they're not out killing stuff. And that's my rule with them. Like they're all going, um, GK and Ryan are both going on elk hunts since this September. And mm-hmm. I have no qualms with that. I'll shut the shop shop down so you can go on, so we can all go hunting. Like you are to hunt. Um, because I believe it brings that much of an aspect of learning what your arrows are going to do. So let, let's say that you got on YouTube and you listened to a video and you're like, okay, I'm running that arrow for my mule deer hunt. Okay. Well, you go on a pig hunt and your arrow, you realize that it doesn't have enough speed behind it to actually go kill an animal past the distances where your mule deer are going to be. Yeah. Well, you better get back and change it. Um, and so that's why I was, I said, Hey, we need to make sure people go hunt. Go do your tax, but go get a live animal. If you're in a state where it's legal to go hunting rabbits in Texas, we can do whatever we want to pretty much, you know, but, um, (laughs) you know, if you can go, even if you're spotlighting them in a legal place where it's legal to spotlight rabbits, um, because I know some states it's not legal in Texas, you can go out there with some buddies, spotlight some rabbits that you don't really know the distance till your buddy calls it out. It's a live animal, shoot it, you know, skin it, get all that out of it, eat it if you want to. Um, do all that i mean we kill rabbits um and eat them all the time like we don't we don't mind eating them but mm-hmm. it also prepares us for that shot because they're gonna bounce from that 30 to that 40 pretty quick oh yeah and then you've got to re okay oh, crap only got my 30 yard pin okay now i'm gonna aim a little bit higher okay boom i missed well i my pin gapping was wrong <sighs> and so whatever you do find that real scenario where you can actually go hunt something and Save the money for it. Let's say you can't do it this year, but you know you've got to get better before your next hunt. Well, mm-hmm. save the money up, set it aside, take away. Okay, uh, let's say you're a guy that actually drink. Let's just use scenario of getting uh, Starbucks every day. If you're a your guy, which is random, but let's say you do, um, or Black <laughs> Rifle, whatever you're getting. Yeah. Let's let's buy the bag of Black Rifle instead of maybe going somewhere else to get the coffee every time. Um, and save, you know, two fifty. Add that up over time, and pay for a pig hunt. Mm-hmm. Go or get your buddies to find a way and go on more hunts. Just, just do it. And I think that makes you way. I've learned more hunting, um, lots more from actually hunting than I have from shooting in my backyard. Yeah, I agree. And you know, like going back to Texas, like there's there's so many opportunities here, and like you know, <laughs> you, you might even be lucky to find that one ranch owner. It's like no. I don't care. Just come out here, kill all these pigs. I want them out of here. I, I'm not going to charge you nothing. Like you might have that guy. Um, yep. And then like for other states, like there's other states that they've got pigs. And then there's a lot of other states out there that have a lot of public land opportunities for residents. Like there's ton, tons. Yep. So, yeah. 
Yeah. That being said, real quick, I know that you probably want me to be quiet, but no. um, when it comes to the um, the the hunting opportunities, um, in a state that I hunt in all the time, mm-hmm. um, which is Kansas, I, I talked to a landowner. Um, now I I this is not how I get to hunt, but I talked to a landowner. And he told me, yeah, I got guys that hunt me all the time. I have two guys that they just trade me a gun, and if they draw, I let them hunt. You know, and so they'll take him. I mean, one time I think it was like a $200, like little pump shotgun and he's fine with it. Um, there's still old or not necessarily. There's still guys that want you to have the opportunity to hunt. They still, they want you to show that you're willing to work for it. Like, Hey, I'll come up. I'll, I'll drive a tractor. I'll help you get, get hay going this year. Um, but in South Texas, when I was, when Amy was in school in San Antonio, I met a couple and I was like, Hey, yeah, I love to hunt. And the first thing he told me was, come kill every pig you can find on my property. Anytime you want to, don't even ask me, come hunt. And I was like, are you serious? He's like, yeah, I don't care. He's like, you can't shoot the whitetail, but come kill all the pigs. I was like, deal. Heck yeah. yeah. So I was like, Amy, you study. You study, because I didn't see her half the time then anyway. So I was like, you keep studying. I'm going down there. I'll be back this on Monday. I'm mm-hmm. going to kill pigs all weekend. Um, and out here, there's guys that'll let you go kill pigs. Um, as long as you're safe, and you're bringing something to the table yeah. um like hey like i'll 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 clean them off your property um if there's anything any work you need me to do i'll trade you like let me come work and then i maybe give me a month of access to kill pigs heck yeah. um, so. you know the other the other thing about texas too um you've got a lot of mld properties down here like yes you do they might yep. be high fence but they're managed by the state and some of these ranches, like there was a ranch last year that I was on that they had 150 doe tags. That's a lot. A lot of doe tags. And those ranch managers need help. So I think for the listeners, like if you can find that ranch that might have all those tags, like that's another really good golden opportunity for you. Like they may not even charge you at all just because they need to hit their quota and that's free meat to you because otherwise they're just going to donate it to, you know, the local food pantry. And they have to pay to donate it to the local food pantry. And so what is it like? Uh, Cause they, you pay to have to hunters for the hungry or whatever, or I don't know, know the name, but um, you have to pay to have it processed. Like you, it's a lower fee, but you still pay. Yeah. And they'd rather you come kill it and process it. I had a lady in here. Um, what was it? Tuesday. And her husband was going on a hunt somewhere else. Like he had drawn and they wanted to get ready. And a guy told him like, Hey, I had like your hunt you're talking about. He said, I have like a hundred doe tags every year. He said, I would love for you to come shoot a few of them with your bow. Like I would love, you just got to put your name out there. You have to do the groundwork and say, if you have any MLD doe tags, would you mind? Or can I, can I have it for a hundred? Whatever the, you can usually find a reasonable price on it too. Like real reasonable. Um, Access doe hunts out here. Um, Pretty cheap. There's some good, yeah, cheap. And the meat is phenomenal. And there's no seasons on those. All year round. All year, any time of day. Doesn't matter. Yeah. I love Texas. I do too, man. So yeah. the last thing I kind of want to cover with you is, you know, you kind of spoke on this a minute ago was how a lot of people watch YouTube, right? Mm-hmm. A lot of people are watching it. And so you might have so-and-so from X channel that says, I'm shooting this, 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 and this. And that guy goes and gets all those things, spends a couple of grand on this and that, and then they come to find out that it's not what it was put out to be. Or they get out in the woods and it's not shooting like it's supposed to be shooting. What do mm-hmm. you say? What do you say to those guys that come to your shop like that? Oh, so and so does this. 
I, I, I mean, that scenario happens in here all the time. Um, and and I'll, Tinkerbell, Tinkerbell arrows are the big thing right now. And I'll tell someone like, hey, I'll build you whatever you want. Mm-hmm. But your success is my success. And I'm not going to send you out in anything with what your mission you just told me is absolutely pointless to build that because you cannot be successful. You're going to have two pins on your bow or you're going to you're going to go out there trying to use this particular item that the person told you to use. And it's probably not going to work. It's not proven. Uh, the guy that's promoting that thing right now, let's say that he gets paid, you know, six thousand dollars a month to promote that item. Good for him. He's a freaking killer. And it's not that product that makes him a killer. I know him and he's just a freaking killer. Yeah. He knows how to kill stuff. Um, I, I try to be really honest in my shop and be like, I tell everybody where I'd like to see their arrows based on their mission. Um, you know, a guy yesterday wanted us to build him a 630 grain arrow and he wanted us to have like 30% FOC on it. <laughs> and I tell everybody this, like 30% FOC is going to take you nowhere. The only science and anything behind that is like we know that veins take over the flight of an arrow of like 12 to 13 percent. Mm-hmm. So you can go to an actual mare arrow manufacturer and talk to their guys that engineer everything. Like no matter who you use, go talk to their actual engineer and they're going to tell you like there's a happy medium of where that FOC needs to be. So everybody can be a YouTube expert, especially when they get paid to do it. Yep. Um, and so I tell everybody in my shop, I will build you whatever you want because you come first to me. But I will put a caveat on there. Like if if you can't get your mission done, it's not my fault. Like I suggested where we think you need to be, but I will build you whatever you want. But at a 25 inch draw length, 55 pound bow, you do not necessarily need a 600 grain arrow if you expect to have a 60 yard shot. Heck no. <laughs> it's still going to hit hard. It's just you're going to. there's just there's specific times that you have i have to really put my foot down and be like i will give you everything to build it and we will help you just let's go out and build one arrow and so you can see what it looks like and you'll understand you'll understand why so yeah you you you're shooting a recurve basically yeah but your compound is going to carry a little bit more energy and be more efficient with that so we don't have to build that 650 grain arrow with 30 percent foc which does nothing um i was at a specific show one time and an individual that um or a, a group of individuals that really support this really berserk like 30 and 40 percent foc and all this other stuff was there and the actual in this the individuals that were doing were not engineers there was actually science brought to the table and uh it the presentation had to be stopped because this like it was like, hey, like everything you're saying, everything that we're talking about, let's look at the science behind it of what it really says on an arrow sized, arrow sized type shaft. We're not talking about javelins. We're not talking about a freaking rocket. We're talking about arrows. And so when it came to it, there's actually science that you can go find on the Internet from researched, from actual research, so peer reviewed er- uh, research that shows that the research is accurate, that says that the freaking arrow or projectiles of that size and that diameter at those speeds what where they need to be on their front of center and so i tell customers like hey go look at it you make your decision and then we'll go from there um but really don't just take everything that you hear and believe that it's the gospel um there's guys out there that do not get paid and they'll tell you and they've killed a billion animals they're very successful and they don't get paid by people Mm -hmm. and so i look at them and say no 
crap, yeah, man, you're freaking killing it. I would trust your recommendation. Um, but there has to be people that market things, obviously. But if they've jumped sponsors three times in three years, and that next product that they're sponsoring they think is better than the previous one, it's more than likely that they got paid to do so. Big time. So just watch YouTube. I mean, I, <laughs> tread lightly. Be careful with YouTube. That's right. Yeah, I would say that. I watch it all the time. If there's something that I can't figure out, I'll go find somebody on there that knows what they're talking about. Yeah. Um, but it's like guys will call me and want a recommendation. Like, I'll give you my recommendation. Just don't go buy it from another bow shop. Like, you want my recommendation? I'll build it for you the way you want it built. Because, um, But most bow shops out there, there's some of the best bow shops in the country, whether you're looking at West Coast Archery or Better Outdoors or you're looking uh, at the bow rack. Anybody with that knowledge will give it to you. They want you to be successful. And a lot of our shops like us have been successful for, I've been in business for almost 20 years now. We have hundreds of animals killed out of our shop a year. We are, we've had, we've been able to make better, more efficient arrows. Mm -hmm. And we've kind of learned where our customers have been the most successful. Um, And it has never been on the extreme side of super light or super heavy. It's always in the happy medium. And that's what, you know, um, me and Snyder were talking, I mean, me and him, like that 480 range can blow through anything. It, it can just blow through anything if you got that 2970. Perfect. Type. Yeah. Perfect. Well, man, I know, I know we're running out of time here. So kind of leave the listeners with some parting advice on those final things or remind them of, of the things that they need to be doing right now. Make sure your bow's in in tune. It's your strings are solid and that you are confident in your setup. You need to know exactly everything about your pins and you will be successful on your hunt if you don't have to think. You want to take all the thinking out. So practice now with your pack on from different angles on all of your targets. And then if you have to do it, support support those shops and local shops around you that... um, put money back into your community or the shops that definitely make sure that you're supported. Don't necessarily um, just have, have to go somewhere else. Like if you can support a shop that's going to support you back and is there to take care of you. Um, I know that's outside the practicing thing, but it's a big deal to me. Like support, mm-hmm. support shops. Absolutely, man. Love it. Well, Corbin, man, really appreciate you hopping on the hunt stand podcast for field note Fridays. Tell listeners, where can they find you shop? website tell us what you want us to know corbinsarchery.com um the best way to shop through us though we're not a big internet store the big thing to do is call us um 432-955-6059 or just get me on instagram like come talk to me on instagram we have a heck of a time just like hearing stuff and talking with people there um and then we're in seminole texas and lubbock texas all of our addresses are on instagram but again um tuning questions just holler at us like Obviously, I'm a little bit of a geek when it comes to the bow stuff. Call us, uh, talk to Barnwell, talk to GK. Any of us are happy to help you anytime um, and make sure that you're successful. Love it, man. Appreciate you hopping on the podcast, brother. Yeah, thanks, man. And there you have it, everybody. Another end to Field Note Fridays. That was the third and final part to this series with Corbin Williams. We just want to thank him for his time and bring in all this knowledge to y'all. And hopefully y'all are gonna be able to take something from this, apply it to what you're doing right now and getting ready for the fall. And if you haven't gotten ready yet, 
make sure you go to your shop, guys. Don't wait till the week of deer season to bust out the bow. So make sure you go and check your bow. Make sure everything's right. If you need strings, hurry up and get that done. A lot of string companies are, you know, they're, they're a couple weeks out, these custom string companies, because strings are in high demand. So make sure you get that done. You got your arrows. You got your sight, release, quiver, the whole nine yards. You've been practicing. You're not just going in the backyard wearing your flip-flops, but you're shooting, getting everything done, and just getting ready for the season. And we hope you all have a great archery season. It's right around the corner. Florida is starting up, and we've got some other states that are starting up here pretty quick. And so we just want to wish everybody a good luck. And we just want to thank you all for tuning in to Field Note Fridays on the Hunt Stand Podcast. And we'll see you on the next one. I'm Will Cooper, host of HuntStand's Make Your Mark podcast. For even more content, be sure to watch the original films from HuntStand Presents on the Waypoint TV channel every Tuesday at 10 p.m. Eastern. Visit waypointtv.com to learn more. On Mondays, head offshore with Captain Scott Walker and Steve Roger for breathtaking deep sea adventures. Coming to me, coming to me, coming to me. Double. He's jumping, he's jumping, he's jumping. Oh! Oh! Look at that belly. Don't miss Mondays with Into the Blue. Brought to you by Academy Sports and Outdoors from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern. Tell a few fish stories along the way. On Waypoint TV, the destination for outdoor entertainment.